0: The college basketball experience Sean Miller back to Xavier episode on the sports gambling podcast network it is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get 200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com that's w y n n bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com/sgp. That's CoorsLight.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to five hundred dollars in bonus cash. Head over to Propswap.com or download the Propswap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable dual Stable dual is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 40 grand with one entry. Head over to stableduel.com to get started today. And last but not least, you're brought to you by us, the SGPN app. Yes, you're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride.
1: This is my team, Cleese, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college basketball experience. Sean Miller back to... I mean, Xavier? I almost said Marquette? <laughs> Episode? My name is Colby Swinging day Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> Sean Miller's back. I know I almost said Marquette, but that's because we were talking Sean smarter a minute ago. But. Sean Miller is back in Cincinnati. Skyline chili for everybody, including this guy. Give it up for college basketball analyst and DFS god himself the rooftop IPA drinking. home brew making tobacco road living. The free lock given. Former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be.
1: You know, just make sure you don't say X Xavier. Because it's just. Xavier.
0: Well, I liked when was that Xavier McDaniel that
1: just choked the hell out of Jordan in the middle of a game. Now I'm questioning if his name is really Xavier McDaniel or if it was just Xavier McDaniel as well. Well, where when do you add like the E in the front for the X? That I don't know.
0: I'm just an idiot that's uh, feeling like a genius because I try to tell people this. Xavier got robbed of not being in the NCAA tournament. Now they still put them in a spot Put they put them in a self or they put themselves in a spot where they could they yeah you can't argue with it that much but in my opinion and I made this known on Selection Sunday I would put Xavier in the NCAA tournament and I would have had some of those other teams on the outside all right uh, that was just me personally but everyone was saying Texas A and I said whoa 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 338th fucking schedule in the league no. Xavier was the team that deserved to be in. And then what happened in the NIT? Oh, Xavier without their coach, Travis Steele cause they had fired him. Their assistant. Who's now the head coach at Georgia state Jonas Hayes. He just won an NIT championship and they beat Texas A and M your boy Dundee. Once again, I locked that one up when I saw Xavier was getting five points against Texas A and M in the NIT. Well, you know, I had to, uh, I had to, to, to basically lock that thing up. You
1: come from under, under? All
0: right, had to hit that thing, as uh, I, I, I made some, some nice cash on the Musketeers in the NIT. Don't forget, we cover it all in the college basketball experience: CBI, Championship Classic, NCAA Championship, NIT. We got it all. All
1: right, so. Uh, now I will say, I mean, going into the tournament. So on selection Sunday, out of the last 10 games, Xavier played, they lost eight of them. Okay. Yeah. And part of that was they, I think they kind of quit on Travis Steele, which is probably why they had such a good nat run they
0: quit on him. They had, they, they took Providence to like triple overtime at Providence. I just think you 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 lost some games. I just feel like well, yeah, too many. <laughs> no, I disagree. I feel like they should have been in the
1: NCAA tournament. They lost a Butler. They lost. They got swept by St. John's in that run. I think it's uh, fair lost to say Paul in that run. You can't lose. You can't go two and eight in your last ten and see this have is a wh- good we, argument to, on why you should be in the NCAA tournament. We, we, I mean, d-
0: we disagree because you value. It's almost like the college football thing. You you value the, the 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 way you ended the season? No. No it should be
1: slightly higher than the beginning of the season. Yes. In the day and age of one and dones and transfer portal, it takes time takes time for teams to gel and you should be playing your best basketball in late February, early March. Well, and clearly Xavier, they
0: were when they got in the NIT. Is it a fair statement to say the team that wins the NIT each year probably should have been in the NCAA tournament?
1: That is a fair statement, true. But well then why lose to Butler in the first round of the Big East tournament? People act like
0: Butler. Butler took Providence to overtime. Uh, everyone Providence won the conference.
1: <laughs> well, Providence played everybody close. That's what I'm saying, though. Is Butler not a horrible team? No, uh, but you can't have that many close losses to average teams. All I know to is close out the year. Hey, they beat Marquette. Marquette made the NCAA tournament. All right. Some of these losses weren't even that close. Like coming down the stretch here, they lose by 15 at St. John's. They lose by 16 at Holm versus Seton Hall. Come on.
0: Those are, tw- I mean, well, St. John's wasn't a tournament team, but yeah, okay, that's a bad loss. But they still beat Ohio State in the NCAA tournament, beat Virginia Tech. They were in the NCAA tournament. Beat Oklahoma State, who probably would have been in the NCAA tournament had they had uh, their their. I mean, if they didn't get that that self imposed ban or whatever the hell, they had a very nice November and December. I agree, dude. I thought coming into January, I was like, this team could go to the Elite Eight. Same here. And from a roster standpoint, that's another thing.
1: Is which leads me to believe they quit on their coach. No, and they played a lot better once he was gone.
0: What do you mean that they, they had just played a triple overtime game at Providence on February 23rd. They, they took Butler to overtime. Now they should beat Butler, but I'm saying, <laughs> Oh, they took Butler to overtime. Congrats. <laughs> I don't think that's quitting on your coach and, and, uh, but regardless well, what's done is done. Travis Steele is now the head coach at Miami, Ohio. Maybe they'll play, but uh, and and then talk about just a coaching carousel because then the the interim head coach, like I said, Jonas Hayes is now at Georgia State, and in comes in Sean Miller, who has never had a losing season in his career as a head coach. That's pretty impressive, and I also think this, I know Sean Miller was part of that FBI uh, probe or whatever you want to say. And Will, you know, him and Will Wade seem to take the most of that, which is is strange to me because Bill Self
1: (laughs) was a part of that too. Well, one of one of the best tweets I saw leading up to the Kansas UNC game, or maybe it was right afterwards. I'm not sure, but it said, "The fact that Kansas and you and UNC are playing in the NC championship means that nobody should ever cooperate with the NCAA's ever."
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. So, Sean Miller, uh, you know it's weird. He, he was at Xavier before. And did pretty well too. Did fantastic. But they were in the Atlantic Ten then. Now True. they're in the Big East. Now a bit different. Uh, you can make a case that this is the toughest conference he's ever going to coach in because when he was at the Pac-12, that's when they had some down years right? Um, certainly no, I think Pac-12 has got a little bit better since then at him leaving might've been a part of that,
1: <laughs> especially if, uh, say a, a big team, a big school out West say like, I don't know, like Gonzaga joins the league.
0: Yeah. There's speculation that Gonzaga can, can will be in the big East. Uh, Shaheen Holloway just went to, to Seton hall. They got better. I would only think Ed Cooley would continue to get better at Providence. Um, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Thad Mata that, to, to Butler, I think, is a home run hire for them. So, let's what's that? What's that there? I mean, I'm not sure. His first year. Hold on. You broke up seven, there. You broke up there. Say that again.
1: All right. So, let's shine a light on the first five years that he did at Xavier from 04 to 09. His first year, 17 and 12 overall, no postseason. Pretty good first year. After that, four straight trips to the NCAAs, he had one Elite Eight, a Sweet 16, a second round, and a first round. So not only did he make the tournament four straight years, they did damage when they went there. So yeah, his run at Arizona, I I, mean, the the, the first
0: five years, the first five years at Arizona was looking like a slam dunk higher. (laughs) First six years. He went to
1: three Elite Eights.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's not
1: bad. Five sweet sixteens,
0: but, but his last three
1: years was, were the, were the problem. Yeah. and I, I think the whole scandal kind of clouded the whole program. I mean, sure. The NCAs didn't come down on him, but I think there was kind of that, that, you know, dark cloud over the whole program. I think that affected everything. So yeah, I, I guess overall his stand at Arizona certainly wasn't bad. Wasn't great either. But uh, I think the fact that Xavier can come back and bring him back to Cincinnati, it sounds like a perfect situation. Right?
0: Yeah. And he turned down South Carolina. He almost, I mean, South Carolina was trying to get him to be their head coach. He turned down yeah. South Carolina to go to Xavier. Now uh, he's already kind of, I think with the, the momentum that Xavier had winning the NIT, they got Colby Jones who averaged 12 points a game in seven boards or just shy of 12 points a game. And seven so, uh, and seven point three rebounds per game. He is back. He's a damn good player. And then their leading scorer, Jack Nunge, is back. Their from Iowa. Yeah, they're taking. He's taking advantage of that extra year of eligibility, the COVID year. We'll see if that has a result. I mean, we'll see if that. If, if Paul Scruggs is still one that I. I don't think we know if he's going to come back or not.
1: Um, well, so they had three seniors this year that played you know pretty good minutes. Scruggs, Nate Johnson, Adam Kunkel once again, it's so hard now to understand who has any eligibility left or who's already taken advantage of that COVID year. Uh, so I don't know out of those three seniors, I don't know who's going to come back, but Nunge and Fremantle are both juniors. There's your front court. Pretty solid Colby Jones is coming back. The sophomore so far, the only player that hit the transfer portal was Dwan Odom, who was a decent contributor played about 20 minutes a game. But I think the, the first win for Sean Miller, was re-recruiting Nunj and Colby Jones to stay in Cincinnati. Those, that, that was huge. That's the nucleus of your team. Let's see what he can do with, you know, freshmen coming in and especially let's see what he can do in the transfer portal. And, and
0: he should have Jerome Hunter coming back as well. I, I mean, who knows with the transfer portal, but yeah, um, that to me is fantastic from the start there. And uh, yeah, uh, I think this, let me if, do you think they could have landed a better hire for the program?
1: No, I don't think so. I think this is a perfect fit. Uh, You know, so this, you guys may listen to these pods at different times, but this night we're doing the Shaheen Holloway, the Kevin Willard and the Sean Miller hires. And similar to Shaheen Holloway, it's going to Seton hall. This is just a perfect fit. Uh, And he's already had success at this level. And arguably, an even higher level at Arizona. So no, Xavier could not hire a better job, a, a better guy for this job. Uh, and I'm not even a huge Sean Miller fan, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think it was a great hire. Did, did they
0: improve from a year ago? Of course. And, and I think that's yes, I think so.
1: Um, so I give this an A. I give this an A. I, I was, you know, the Holloway one. I gave a B plus because we we've never seen Holloway at you know succeed at the Big East level. Well, we've seen Sean Miller do well at the top levels of college basketball. I think he can do it again, especially with already bringing those guys back into the program with the coaching turnover. That's that musket
0: blasting off. Shout out to the Musketeers. Yes, I I give it an A as well. Let me ask you this five years from now, will Sean Miller be the coach of Xavier?
1: I think so. You know, I, I think a lot of times you know, when the coach is younger and they're hungrier and they have more ambition, that's when, you know, he goes to take the Arizona program. Nobody can blame him for taking the Arizona program. I mean, Arizona is one of probably the top 10 best jobs in the country. Yeah. Right. But the fact that he came back to Xavier, you know, maybe he's not so eager to jump up again. Maybe he's more satisfied with where he's at. So uh, yes, I will say he is still coaching Xavier in five years, and I expect some pretty good success. I expect more success than they had under Travis Steele. That's for sure.
0: I agree. I can't wait to you know one of my favorite rivalries in college basketball. It's kind of lost its luster a little bit the past two years. Cincinnati Xavier. I mean, what do they call that rivalry again? I forget the nickname. It's a that's a, a, oh, a great rivalry though. It's it like, is.
1: There was a fight a few years ago yeah, too. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, that 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 matchup to me after Duke Carolina I actually have that as like my favorite basketball game I watch
1: every year. It's uh, it's up there man. It's up there.
0: Um and I'm uh what is this rivalry
1: called? I'm trying to
0: the Crosstown Shootout. It was called mm. the, it's called it's called the cross. I call it the the brawl though. The brawl. Uh
1: um, yeah, Crosstown Shootout doesn't really do it justice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh
0: yeah, I'm giving it an A. I think it's a fantastic hire. I think the Big East though is crowded. That's the only thing is like Where would you put him in the pecking order of coaches? So you have Jay Wright number one in the Big East, correct? Of course, of course. Who would you put
1: at number two? Dude, I think you're looking at Sean Miller's resume. He has a pretty good case for number two.
0: What about Shaka Smart?
1: Looking at Sean Miller's resume, he has a pretty good case for number two. (laughs) Yeah. What 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 has Shaka done? Well, he's going to a Final Four. It's
0: further than Sean Miller's ever been
1: that's true good point or he Thad
0: mata at Ohio State buddy went to the national championship went to two final fours
1: yeah yeah good point but I don't know if they've been to as many elite eights Shaka didn't do much at Texas
0: yeah that's they lost in the first round but he uh got this Marquette program back on track pretty soon let me pull up Thad mata real quick 54 years old I know we got to break him down uh, I think that was a home run higher for for Butler but um I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. Ted motto was a coach at Xavier, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. from one to Oh four. So exactly. Um, and this is a guy that's uh dude, He took Xavier to the elite eight in 2003 and four that season elite
1: eight, uh, for, uh, Xavier is known to pump out coaches. Chris Mack was there too. Chris Mack had a lot of success at Xavier. So um, Xavier Xavier's known. I see. I'm catching myself saying saying (laughs) ex (laughs) Xavier. Xavier's known to have good coaches, and Travis Steele is kind of the first guy who didn't live up to that billing because under him they missed the tournament in four straight years. Dude, Dad Mata, for 16 years of of being
0: eligible to be in the NCAA tournament, 14 of those years they went to the NCAA tournament. The the two other years okay they 17 and 15. he's never had a losing season as well um but he also the won the NIT is,
1: the point is the big east is loaded with head coaches now and Sean Millard's is at least towards the top of that yeah, list yeah
0: he's two or three great hire i'm going to give it an a as well uh i think the holloway hire was an a as well too though but and then the, i honestly think the big east just got way way better this off season with their coaching hires
1: Great conference, man. I love some Biggies basketball.
0: Yes. So, uh, look, subscribe to the college basketball experience. We talk college basketball year round here. We handicap every single Division one, college basketball and college football game. So, you might not be. I'm still waiting for the Xavier football team to show up. Let's start the program. An X on the helmet would look awesome. I love, you know, Xavier basketball, one of my favorite programs year in, year out. I, I'm a big fan. And, uh, but maybe, you know, if you're a college football fan, maybe you're an Ohio state Buckeye fan or a Cincinnati Bearcat fan. Um, we got you covered on the college football experience. Cause we talk college football year round over there. Subscribe to that feed uh, on YouTube. We are just the college experience. So subscribe that to, uh, to that as well. And uh, Hey, USFL, we got football. Ohio loves football. USFL right around the corner, April 16th, depending on when you're listening to this, but we have the USFL gambling podcast, subscribe and the sports gambling podcast. We basically have every single sport you can think of on the sports gambling podcast and the sports gambling podcast network. So go grab that SGPN app in the app store. It's free to download. You'll get access to all of our picks and podcasts. You can also get that in the Google play store. And give us a follow on Twitter. NC Nicks on Twitter at nc underscore n i c k. The College Basketball Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And myself, I'm on Twitter at the Colbd. Give me a follow. Follow all of those. Um, and yeah, I can't wait for Big basketball next year. Let's get it going. This is the College Basketball Experience. Sean Miller to Arizona episode. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.